life isn't just one story, it's multiple stories. I will share authentically and bravely my stories in hopes to inspire you to live a creative, purposeful, meaningful, and happy life. So today's episode is about a few things. It's about mental toughness. It's about not complaining. It's about working together. And it's about enjoying the journey and not being so focused on the destination. And I'm going to explain how I came up with the topic for this episode. So it was really fun. The girls and I, many of you know, I homeschool them. And we've had the most amazing time. We get to do all of these fun things that they would never get to do if they were in a public school or a Christian school or whatever. So they get their work done and then we meet up with friends. We go on field trips. In this particular instance, we had some friends reach out and ask us to go kayaking. And I've never been kayaking, but I've always wanted to do it. So I said, sure, we would love to go kayaking. But as the day was approaching, I was starting to get nervous because I've never been before. So I did not know what to expect. And I was starting to think, what did I get myself into? Is this safe? Is this dangerous? I even called down at the place where we were going kayaking and I asked questions. I got on their website and I was researching and they had a YouTube channel. So I got on there and I was just looking up all kinds of things so that I felt safe taking my daughter's kayaking. But leading up to it, I was in bed and I was just, I had the most horrible scenario in my head about kayaking. I pictured myself in this little canoe or kayak in the middle of this big, huge, large body of water. I felt so small, so scared. And it's just weird how your brain does that. Something I had never done. So I can only just imagine or picture things. But why does my brain want to picture the worst case scenario? It's so dramatic. It's so extreme and it made me scared and I did not like it and I was so ready to back out. I had so much going on at the time, but somehow I worked through it and I thought, you know what, it's probably not going to be that bad. And I will say right off the bat, it was not as bad as what my brain was making it out to be. All those visions and pictures I had in my head, it wasn't like that at all. I felt so safe. I felt so secure. It was nothing like that. But that's just maybe another lesson with all of this is that don't trust what your brain is telling you sometimes, especially if it's something you've never done. Chances are it's probably going to be so dramatic and try to freak you out and stop you from doing something huge, something beneficial, something maybe life changing. And it's only because you've never done it. So you're just trying to fill in the gaps. And for some reason, it just has to be so extreme. And it's almost like it's trying to talk us out of it. I'm glad I wasn't talked out of it because it was such an amazing experience. And that's what I want to talk to you about is this kayaking trip. So we get there. The day is perfect. It's gorgeous. It's one of the last days at the end of summer that they had available. It was during the week. So everybody else was at work. We were the only ones there. It was really cool. The weather was perfect. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. It was sunny. The skies were gorgeous. And we had to pick out our life vests. We had life jackets. So again, you felt very safe. And then we had to pick out our boats. And you could either take a canoe or you could have the kayaks. And they had double kayaks or single kayaks. Now, the only thing was it hadn't rained around here in a while. So the water level was really low and they did not recommend the canoes because they're bigger and they're heavier. And so they suggested that we do the kayaks. And they said with the low water levels, it's usually a three to five hour trip. They expected it, get this, for us, that it would take closer to the five-hour mark. Five hours. It's like, what in the world? My daughters are 11 and 14. And my friend's daughters, I think they're 11 and 15. So, you know, young girls. 
And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what are we getting into? But anyways, my friend's daughter, she decided she wanted to do a single kayak and she had her mind totally made up that that's what she was going to do because she wanted to be in control. She wanted to be the one in charge. And so she had her mind set on that. But there were six of us. So if she did a single, that meant that we had to do another single. Somebody else would have to go alone. And the guys there, they said they think that, you know, their arms probably will get tired. It would be better to double up, but we couldn't talk Zoe out of it, which is fine. So what we did was Berkeley and Gia went together. They're both 11. Macy went with me. And then the other two did the singles, my friend and her daughter, Zoe. They did the singles. And so we get in the bus and they take us down to the river and we get our kayaks and we shove them in the water and off we go. Now, like I said, Gia and Berkeley, the 11-year-olds, they started off in the kayak, the two of them together. And it's not as easy as you think. You think you're just going to get in and just start sailing down the river. And it's not like that. If you've never been kayaking, it really takes a team effort and communication to be able to go straight down the river. It has to do with the way you paddle and the way you move and the way you talk and communicate. There is a lot to it. So it was a lot for them. They're only 11. They've never done it before. And I was trying to help them. I was yelling instructions to them. I had Macy with me and we had a system down. If we started moving too far right, we'd paddle a few extra on the right hand side to get us going left again. And so I was trying to yell those same instructions back to them, but it was really hard for them to do it. Berkeley was cracking up. She was having the best time. She was trying so hard. She was just doing amazing. But after a while, we decided we probably needed to switch things up a little bit. So Macy decided to do the kayak alone and Berkeley hopped in with me. And again, as soon as I had Berkeley in my kayak with me, she listened so well. If we started veering right, we'd paddle a little bit extra right. If we started veering left, we'd do a little bit left. It got to be where if I was with Berkeley or if I was with Macy, either one, we kind of just started being in sync. We might do two on the left, we'd do one on the right. Just depending on which way we kept veering off, you know, you had to get a feel for it. It took some time to adjust and to see how you moved your oars, which way it might make you go. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a challenge. I think they thought it was fun, but they both did agree that it was easier in the single kayak. And I told them, yes, of course it is because you're by yourself. You can do what you want. You have full control. But what I was most proud of them for, and I told them, and I told them when we were in the kayak, I said, I am most proud of you for working together as a team. Whichever one of you is with me, you're listening well, we're communicating, you're not getting frustrated, you have a good attitude, we're talking, we're communicating. It was just so cool. It went so smooth. And it was just so much fun. We had so much fun. So we kept paddling down the river. We would stop and we would have a snack. There was one point where we hit a log in the middle of the water and somebody's shoe went flying off. Somebody's water bottle went flying out. So we all had to stop and gather those things. That took some time. We had to stop and go to the bathroom. We stopped for another snack and a drink. So just different things. We kept stopping and the clock just kept ticking. And we did. We started to get tired. And we talked about it and the girls mentioned that they were tired and of course we wanted to be done. We wanted to be to the end and we would check our phones and all we knew is when we took off. We had no idea where the end was. He said between three and five hours so we had no idea how close we were. We had never done it before. But I tell you, the girls, they never complained hardly at all. I mean, they mentioned that they were tired but it wasn't a dreadful complaining or whining or pouting. They just had the best attitude. 
and they kept going. And I think that is so important because I think when you have a good positive attitude, that helps motivate you. That helps push you and energize you to keep going. When you complain, that just drags you down. That makes it harder. It makes it not any fun. It sort of just ruins the mood and puts you in a tougher situation. So I think their good attitudes help them to keep going. And the other thing is, you know, we wanted to get to the end so bad. We were. We were focused on the end. Where is the end? But not to the extreme. Because here's what I have noticed. If you're so focused on the outcome, you're so focused on the end, the final destination, the outcome that you're looking for, the goal that you're trying to achieve, if you're so focused on that and that's all you can think of, it wears you out. It depletes you, especially if you don't know where the end is and maybe it's a ways off. At some point, you have to enjoy the journey. You have to have faith and know that you're going to get to the end and it's okay to think about the end because that's what keeps you going. There was one point that we stopped. Five minutes later, their friends are yelling behind us. They wanted to stop again, and we were up ahead. And they go, we need to stop. And I said, we just stopped. If we stop again, we'll never make it to the end. So at that point, I was focused on the end. That's what made me keep going. But we weren't so overly focused on the end. We enjoyed the journey. We were up ahead most of the time. The girls and I, my girls and I, we just would talk and we would laugh and look up at the sky and look over to the side. I would encourage them. I would praise them knowing that we would finally get to the end. But if we were overly focused on it, it was just going to stress us out. Their friends kept yelling from behind, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Because we were quite a ways up ahead and we could see around the bend and we would yell back, no, not yet, not yet. But eventually, we were going around the bend, and I thought I saw a sign over on the banks. And I thought, oh my gosh, what is that? It's a sign. I haven't seen a sign this whole time. What is this sign? Not one that looked like that. And I turned around to see if they were close, and they were stopping again. They were stopping, and they were out of their boats. And I turned back around, and I see the sign, and then I think I see a trash can. But the sign read, pull your boats or your canoes all the way out of the water. And I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, that's the end. That's the end. We made it to the end. And so we turned around and we go, you guys, we made it. We made it. This is the end. This is the end. And it was so funny. Their friend yelled up, are you sure? Are you sure that's the end? She was in such denial that we were finally at the end. And I think it took us four and a half, five hours to complete the whole journey. I was joking when we got out and walked up there. I said, you guys were probably about ready to send out search and rescue looking for us. He goes, no, you were still within the time frame. So they weren't worried about us. But I tell you what, you guys, what an amazing accomplishment it was. So amazing. We felt so great. We got off and immediately we were talking, you know, we would want to do it again. It was so much fun. I could just tell the girls were so proud of themselves. And when we were in the car on the way home, I told them how proud I was of them. That, you know, they worked together as a team. They didn't complain. And they had fun along the way. And it just made for such a great experience. So great that they want to do it again. I think it's so cool that you can learn things about life from just an experience like that. Like I said, working together as a team. I mean, sure, it's easy to do things your own way. When I'm in the kitchen, I want to do things my way. I don't want people in there. I don't want them in my way. But you know what? It's more fun when you can work with people. And sometimes you just have to force yourself to communicate, to talk, and to work with others. You get more done that way. It's more effective when you do things that way. And complaining. Definitely don't complain. No matter what it is, 
Complaining never helps. It's never beneficial. It never makes the journey any quicker. It just makes you more miserable. So try to keep a good attitude, a good positive attitude. And the other thing is just have faith that you are going to make it to your final destination, that you're going to reach your goal. Have faith. If you keep going, how will you not make it there? Just enjoy the journey along the way. You'll make it there. And then when you do finally make it, you're going to be so proud. It's going to feel like a major accomplishment. I know that's how we felt. And going back to what I said at the very beginning about how I was creating all of this drama in my head about it in the first place, about this whole journey I was about to take, I would have missed out on that journey if I would have let my mind take over because I was a little scared. I was nervous. I wanted to back out, but it was all made up. None of it was like what I had pictured in my head. And if I would have given in to that, I wouldn't have done it. And I would have been so regretful because kayaking, that's something I always wanted to do. And I was presented the opportunity. And so I had to take it. And I'm so glad we did. And then I got those life lessons out of it. And then I was able to share them with you guys. And so I end every episode with a thought provoking question. And today's question is this. What are some lessons that you have learned from your journey? And you're probably thinking, Crystal, what journey are you talking about? I think we all have journeys. You're probably on a journey right now. You have some type of goal that you're trying to achieve, something that you're working for. I want you to reflect on that journey, and I want you to think about the lessons that you have learned along the way. I think those lessons are so important, and I think when you can discover what those are and reflect on them, I think it's only going to help you on this journey and help you to continue moving towards that goal. You might be surprised what type of journey you're on. You maybe didn't even realize that you were on a journey until you really think about it. And the lessons that you have learned along the way may shock you even more. What I've noticed doing this podcast, I have to be a deep thinker. I can't just look at things on a surface level. I'm always looking for inspiration for a podcast. So anytime I do things, I'm always looking for a deeper meaning and what I can learn from something, and what I can share with you guys. So it might be kind of cool to look at your own life in that way at times. And that's why I asked that question, for you to look deeper into your own life and to figure out what type of journey you're on and what lessons you're learning along the way. It may be kind of neat to discover that. Not that you have to do a podcast on it, but just for your own benefit. It's really kind of cool when you look at things that way. So I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here and for listening to my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Take care, have a great day, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Hey, I have a great opportunity for you. I just so happen to have a few open coaching spots for new clients. If you are looking for something more or for something different, I would love to help you get there. I believe you are more than capable with a coach like me to support you and to hold you accountable. Go to crystalstidham.com and send me a message. Let's connect. There's no obligation to sign up. It's just a free chat to get to know each other a little better and to see if we are a good match. It's crystalstidham.com. I look forward to talking to you soon.